0: Centrally Speaking is the Central Schweinfelder Church's podcast. It speaks about issues that would be of interest to our society. In particular, it addresses how a Christian worldview intersects with Western secular culture. In the spirit of the church's founder, we take the perspective of the Middle Way, which is in agreement with the historic Christian church. I am Rev. Dr. David McKinley, Senior Minister at the church. Our website is www.cscfamily.org And I'm joined today by my good friend, Dr. Drake Williams, who's the Minister of Mission and Theology. He also holds a Ph.D. from New Testament from University of Aberdeen and has taught New Testament in academic settings for the last 20 years. He is also Associate Professor of New Testament at ETF in Loven Belgium. Drake, welcome today.
1: Thank you. Nice to be with you.
0: Today we're going to address the topic of what happened after Jesus' death. And since we're at Easter time when the church is thinking about Jesus and his resurrection, we wanted to ask what took place afterwards, uh, specifically with his disciples. So as we explore this topic, um, I understand that you've been involved in a webinar and we're both in ministry, and of course we read the Bible, where obviously Jesus is declared to have been raised from the dead. It occurs in all four Gospels of the New Testament. Uh, for this to be declared in each of the biographies of Jesus is a very significant thing. Would you think?
1: Oh, very much so. I mean, these are the these are the records of uh, Jesus and uh, his life and his death, and uh, for them all four to conclude with this is is very. Um, significant for the Christian faith.
0: Hmm. Can you share with us what Jesus' disciples were like before they met him?
1: Yeah, if we're going to talk about uh, Jesus' disciples and uh, how they're changed and uh, how they've been transformed, we ought to start with uh, who they were originally. Um, they were all Jewish uh, to begin with. Um, they Some of them were followers of uh, John the Baptist. Uh, some of them were uh, fishermen, so common workers, uh, those who worked... Uh, hard out in the sun or on the sea. Um, Then we did have uh, among the disciples, uh, we do have uh, a tax collector, um, Matthew, um, who was uh, obviously in league with the Roman government. um, uh, So that was a different profession, obviously, than uh, a tax collector. And then you have someone like uh, Simon Zelotes, who was uh, uh, more of a radical um, uh, Jewish uh, uh, supporter. So they're very diverse uh, politically. Uh, they're somewhat uh, diverse uh, occupationally, uh, but they're all Jewish, uh, and they were uh, hoping uh, to find uh, the Messiah.
0: Interesting, even the diversity among them. Yep, yep. How long did they know Jesus, and how familiar were they with him?
1: Yeah, yeah that's important to know, because uh, when uh, the disciples uh, are, are selected, uh, they, they know Jesus uh, essentially from the time of uh, his baptism uh, with John, and then uh, they know him all the way through uh, the time of the resurrection uh, and his ascension. So it's about uh, three years or so.
0: Hmm.
1: And just to add on, when they select uh, uh, a disciple to replace, Judas Iscariot, uh, who was uh, the the traitor, uh, they are specifically looking for somebody who has been with uh, Jesus for uh, those three years, and you can find that in Acts chapter 1.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Now... So that all the disciples were with him almost three years. How were the disciples acting the night before Jesus was crucified, and specifically Peter?
1: Well, you can see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four canonical Gospels, that, the, that Jesus makes a big point about celebrating a Passover meal with them. Well, the disciples had seen Jesus uh, come into Jerusalem, and uh, they obviously had seen the palms before him and uh, the uh, connotations of here was an uh, incoming king um, and they were thinking that Jesus was that king but as the week went on uh, things turned against uh, Jesus they could see that at the temple and the way that the the scribes and the pharisees were uh, going back and forth uh, with uh, with uh, Jesus and then on that uh, evening uh, before he was crucified, they knew that something special was happening for he wanted to celebrate uh, the Passover uh, with them. That night, uh, Jesus did uh, uh, speak about uh, his betrayal and uh, who uh, might be the betrayer. So they're, they're on edge. And then uh, they went out afterwards to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. And uh, Jesus was uh, praying and drops of blood was coming, uh, were coming from his head. Uh, Peter then followed on uh, after the guards had come to take uh, Jesus away. And they, uh, Peter d- ended up uh, denying uh, Jesus three times uh, that evening that he ever knew uh, Jesus, um, let alone had ever seen uh, him. Uh, so Peter was not in a good spot uh, that night, uh, uh, very upset, uh, uh, very uh, distraught uh, that uh, his friend, and who he thought uh, was the Messiah, uh, was uh, being um, on his way to his death.
0: Mm. Mm. Did any of the disciples witness Jesus being crucified?
1: Yeah, uh, all of them would have known. Uh, but uh, the Gospel of John does uh, record that uh, uh, that John, the beloved disciple, was there present uh, while uh, Jesus was on the cross. So,
0: mm. yeah, he saw. Mm-hmm. And then probably the most shocking to them is witnessing his resurrection. Um we know that they claim to see Jesus rise from the dead. What did they do afterwards? What kind of impact did that have yes. on them? Uh, well, it had a great uh, impact on them
1: uh, because the night before that, they, uh, that Jesus was crucified, uh, they were all scared uh, and they knew that uh, something uh, awful was about to happen. But about a week or so uh, after uh, Jesus had been raised, uh, we see uh, Peter, who had denied Jesus uh, three times, uh, giving a tremendous uh, speech uh, in Jerusalem with all the people around who had uh, watched uh, Jesus be crucified uh, just um, uh, about a week or so uh, earlier. uh, Peter gives a tremendous speech. And then eventually uh, we find the disciples uh, uh, giving great sacrifice uh, for their lives and traveling
0: all throughout uh, the Roman Empire. Speaking of their extended ministry after Jesus' resurrection, uh, tell us about Peter's ministry and John's ministry.
1: Well, Peter gave a a great speech uh, on Pentecost, um, uh, but then uh, he would go on to uh, share uh, the good news, uh, particularly in Jerusalem. He would be tossed in prison uh, several times uh, for this, uh, but then he would continue on with uh, his uh, his preaching and teaching ministry. Uh, We know that he went on to travel to uh, places in uh, Asia Minor as well as uh, into Corinth, uh, and then on to Rome, all uh, about uh, sharing uh, that uh, Jesus not only had been crucified, but had been raised and had ascended on high. Um, thinking of Peter, uh, especially I mean Peter uh, would uh, then uh, give his life uh, for uh, his Lord. And uh, we have in early Christian literature um, uh, that uh, Peter was uh, crucified uh, upside, upside down uh, because he did not feel worthy to, be, to have the same death uh, as his Lord. So he he goes from somebody uh who is uh, very very scared to uh, to somebody who is willing to uh, travel the world uh to talk about uh his friend and his savior uh Jesus Christ.
0: Mm, interesting. And what about John?
1: Yeah. Yeah, John's interesting too. Uh for uh, uh John uh would uh, uh also go on to do many things with Peter. It's it's Peter and John who are together in much of the early part of, of Acts. So uh, we find John in prison, uh, we find uh, John uh, um, uh, sharing the good news in several places, um, but then he makes his way onto uh, Asia Minor in Ephesus, uh, where he uh, blesses uh, the church uh, there. Uh, he will eventually, uh, uh, Tertullian will say that he's uh, uh, tossed in oil, uh, boiling oil uh, in Rome, survives that, and then is eventually exiled Um uh, on a small little island uh, outside of uh, Turkey uh, called Patmos. Mm. And there he receives uh, what we know as uh, the revelation. Mm. And it'll be John who goes on to
0: to have a writing ministry. Uh, John will write uh, his gospel and then several other letters. Mm. Thomas is known as Doubting Thomas. What happened to him after the resurrection? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wasn't uh, present uh, when several
1: um, of the disciples uh, claimed that uh, Jesus had been raised from the dead. So he asks, I need to place my hand in his side Uh, uh, to which Jesus then appears to him and he does touch him uh, uh, in the side and he then confesses and believes. Uh, But Thomas will go on like the other disciples too to uh, preach uh, far and wide uh, uh, the good news. Uh, Tradition has it, um, a reliable uh, tradition from uh, Clement of Alexandria as well as a Eusebius, uh, as well as some other early Christian writings that Thomas makes his way all the way uh, to India, a very great distance uh, from uh, uh, Jerusalem, and he is there uh, sharing the good news uh, that Jesus Christ has died and has also risen from the dead. And like Peter, he is also martyred, uh, this
0: time uh, being uh, thrust through uh, with a spear. Hmm. It's It's incredible how they went from being fearful to being bold and even willing to die for their faith. Uh, I I just think that that shows that Christianity is a life-changing faith. Would you? Oh, definitely, and and it definitely was for all the disciples. Um, John is the only
1: one who uh, uh, dies a natural death, but we find all of the other disciples going uh, different places. Uh, Andrew is crucified sideways. Um, He makes his way into East Europe uh, proclaiming uh, the good news. Um, It is uh, Matthew who makes his way all the way down to Ethiopia. Uh, and He uh, shares uh, that Jesus Christ uh, has died and has been resurrected. Bartholomew also makes his way over to India. So they've spread out very, very far and wide. Uh, And to to go from uh, uh, cowering in a corner, essentially, uh, at the time of the crucifixion, to traveling to places even outside of the Roman Empire and being willing to offer their own lives, there's something dramatic that has happened here, no doubt. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Centrally Speaking, a ministry of the Central Schwenkfelder Church located at 2111 South Valley Forge Road in Worcester, Pennsylvania. Our website is cscfamily.org. And we want to remind you that we are broadcasting our services virtually. We have a service um, that airs on Sunday. Uh, We also have a Bible study on Wednesday. And these are lengthier presentations. And then several times throughout the week, we have short uh, devotionals that are also for your benefit. We hope that you'll join us uh, throughout the week. Of course, you can catch our worship services, as well as our Bible studies uh, at our website, cscfamily.org, or our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com and search for Central Schwankfelder. and we're also on Facebook where you can also catch our Bible studies and sermons. During this time of the coronavirus, we are broadcasting our services virtually on those three outlets But regularly, we have a 9 a.m. traditional service here at the church, followed by a contemporary service at 1035. And as always, you are warmly welcome. God bless you.